Some of you know that, and I'll get to your calls in a minute, folks, that there's a recall effort going on in California. Of um, uh, And it looked like it's going very well, by the way. The uh, recall of Gavin Newsom. Uh, poor pitiful guy, man. Uh, I don't even know how he got in there. But I have with me Mike Natter. And Mike is the founding member of the recall Gavin Newsom campaign, as I said, here in California. And I wanted to talk to uh, Mike about that, get an update on how things going. Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. And so what made you decide to recall Gavin Newsom, for those who don't know? Well, Jesse, I'm not sure we have that kind of time, but let's uh, <laughs> narrow it down to a few issues. Yes. Basically, we have a governor that um, doesn't listen to the will of the people. I think that became evident from the time he went in office. Yeah. That he announced even before going in, most relevant to today's situation, not only keeping his promises, but whether you're even for or against the death penalty before even COVID hit, we voted it in. Gavin nullifies it as soon as he gets in office. Um, it's pretty evident that Gavin Newsom is mainly about politics and not about the people. Yes. And I think the COVID situation, if you will, has simply amplified that he's basically just a really bad leader. I mean, making poor choices as we would, if we, our kids made the kind of choices that Gavin made, yeah. we could put him on detention. And that's really what we're trying to do with the recall. He seemed not to believe or care that he can be recalled or that the people would vote him out. Why is that? Well, a recall, first off, let's put a couple things on the table here. This is the largest initiative in American history. I don't know if you knew that or not. No. But it takes 12% of the people that voted for governor last time in California, it's different in every state, to recall the governor. That means we need at a minimum 1.5 million verifiable signatures. So normally in normal times, if you will, that requires six, eight, ten million dollars to even get this going. We're really just a group of patriots who got this started. And um, the most amazing thing is the best advocate pushing this forward is actually Gavin himself. Because over a million, over 60,000 volunteers have collected over 1.2 million signatures, over a million of them, 1.1 million by volunteers at this point. So we're actually doing this for about 75 cents a signature, Jesse, versus the four to five dollars it normally costs. So Gavin wouldn't take it seriously because it's only been done three times in history. Yes. And normally you have to have a big political machine behind it. I'm amazed to see it's happening in California, too. I'm glad to see it, by the way. Um, so you have 1.2 million or 1.5 signatures? We have 1.2. We need, The way it works is this. We currently have about 1.2 million in. To put it in perspective for everybody, we have about an 85% verification rate. That's versus about a 63% that you normally see from the signatures on the street. Right. So our 
our actual technical goal is 1.475. If you go to our website at recallgavin2020.com, you'll see the meter that we have up there yeah. showing we're about 77%. But realistically, with disqualifications, we're going to need about 1.8. And we have until March 17th. And then once you collect the uh, 1.8 or whatever you need, what happens then? Do you just show it and he has to step down? What happens once you collect that? No, it's kind of a, what happens in California is a right guaranteed us in the 1911 Constitution. This can't be stopped, our state constitution, is there's a 30-day verification period that takes place from the time we turn in enough signatures, okay? Yes. After that 30 days, the state of California has to call within 90 days a special election. In that special election, uh, you it's the voters of California get to say whether or not they want Gavin to continue as governor, and then a whole slate of candidates run against him. If the majority of California, which we think is going to happen, and it opens up the conversation, Jesse, um, vote to get Gavin out, the yeah. top vote getter, becomes governor. What's really important in California is we have a jungle primary system, right? So generally people don't pay attention. Yeah. It gets to the top two candidates. Sometimes they're both Democrats. Sometimes they're both Republicans. This is really going to open up the conversation in California. If you don't mind, you made a comment. It's kind of surprising to see what's happening in California. Yeah. The reality is <clears throat> that although there's 9 million Democrats in the state and 5 million Republicans, there's 6 million NPPs, no party preference. Most people want the same thing regardless of party. So out of 20 million voters, 11 million of them, and I'm not bashing the Democrats by any means, but let's just take them out of the equation for one second. Yes. We're technically nonpartisan. If we take them out of the equation, there's 11 million people and a lot of most of the Democrats that really want a good home to live in, safe streets, be able to get a good job, not have people camping that we know as homeless. Gavin is solving absolutely nothing. He doesn't get the consensus of his party. He doesn't get the consensus of his own state legislature and assembly where he has a supermajority. And it's time Californians took their state back, which you do, Jesse, by going to recallgavin2020.com printing out the petition, eight and a half by 11, mail it in. You can go to over 670 different signing locations, and we have events in addition every weekend. It's easy to recall the governor and open up the conversation in California. And that's what the recall is really about, not just recalling Gavin, but uh, Gavin yeah. is certainly driving it. I love that. Yesterday, the Los Angeles Times published a new article, Recall mm -hmm. Newsom effort has ties to far right movement. How do you respond to that? We responded with a press release that you find on our website. <clears throat> Basically, um, I don't know a polite way to say this on the air, but I mean, really, they found four people that they picked on out of 1.2 million voters. This is a hit piece by the Los Angeles Times. Yeah. It was really not acting as a newspaper anymore, but acting kind of as a extension of the Gavin's campaign, if you will. Here's the scoreboard. If the LA Times wants to call out 1.2 million people and call them extremists, they're in trouble. What yeah. they they're obviously were doing was shifting through facts, looking for things where they could publish a headline story. You want some good news? 
Yeah. I owe and us in the recall owe, and I'm one of the main proponents. Okay, I'm not an extremist. I'm not a three percenter. I know nothing about this, but our website traffic went through the roof again yesterday, and we've had over a million people come in the last 90 days to the website, and it went up again yesterday. So thank you, LA Times, for letting people <laughs> know about the recall that didn't know before. It was a headline story in the Sunday paper. So we're thinking of putting together a gift basket for them, Jesse. Real nice. The LA Times is uh, uh, far left anyway. I don't, I don't trust them at all. No, and let me tell you something what's really fascinating here. Now that Gavin is paying attention, as you said earlier to this, um, even though the L.A. Times is, let's say, far left and sometimes the San Francisco Chronicle to put it on the table. All right. Yes. The Democratic Party, as you know, came out about a week and a half ago and called this a coup. And with the mayor of San Diego and the mayor of Long Beach and even the L.A. Times and the San Francisco Chronicle strongly suggested that the Democratic Party get a dictionary because this is not a coup this is not a far right or far left this is a movement by the people of california using the power of the pen to take part in a legal process that our state constitution guarantees us yeah amazing i love that um i've been wondering why can't we in california the democrats have been controlling this state forever it seems and it's going to hell in a handbasket. It's not getting better. Why can't Republican voters and Democratic voters come together and vote out these people who are doing nothing to make this, this state better but worse? Uh, because I don't know how long we can last like this. A lot of folks have left California and homeless people everywhere. Now they're going to let more illegals in. Why can't there be some type, as you're doing now, and I really love what you're doing, but there needs to be something that would get the attention of the voters to say, hey, we got to get these people out. Jesse, it comes down to this. Remember in the state when we voted in a jungle primary system, okay? So think real carefully, if you don't mind, sir, about what I said a few minutes ago. There's 5 million Republicans, but 6 million people are registered no party preference right now voter turnout here's the reality when i get on stage and talk a lot of the time which you can tell i do more than a little jesse right <laughs> when i right. get out there and say i say have you read the constitution and a lot of hands go up and i say no i meant the state constitution do you know who your senate person is and a lot of hands go up and i meant your state senator your state assembly person the problem with california is we are the largest state in the union not attention so to your point people go eh, I'm watching TV look something happened on the national election look there's an election in Georgia look judge Judy's on stop looking at the television look out your window and participate in your community yeah that's really the problem the democratic machine and I'm, I'm gonna say just the machine has taken over with a supermajority because Californians aren't paying attention many candidates go at the local level and the assembly level and the Senate level in the state unopposed yeah let that sink in for a second let it sink in for a fact that all this happening in the state is coming out of a group of eight nine people you know the history behind gavin newsom right no what history is that 
Okay, this is very important so people understand one of the reasons we're fighting this battle. Gavin Newsom's dad, Judge Newsom, was best friends with two people, one a person called Gordon Getty and the other a gentleman named Pat Brown. Pat Brown was the four-time governor of California. His son, Jerry Brown, became the four-time governor of California. They all hung out in the San Francisco area. Feinstein was a mayor there. Gavin became a commissioner in his 20s. Camila Harris came from there, right? So my point being a small group of people with a myopic point of view have been ruling California Two four-term governors, that's 32 years over the last 40. Let that sink in for a second, all right? Gordon Getty has backed them. And for those environmentalists out there going, ah, we love it, what's going on? Gordon Getty is a trust fund baby who is happens to be the grandson of John Paul Getty. For those paying attention to history, that was the father of Standard Oil, all right? So what appears to be to most people a democratic process is really a small group of people in the Bay Area, and the Bay Area is revolting right now, by the way. We are uh, probably have over close to 75,000 signatures from San Francisco alone. It doesn't work. To your point, I live in the Los Angeles area. Fresno, which is a great area where you're at, it's we're getting signatures all across the state from all parties and all people. The state simply needs something to unite it and again it's gavin newsom himself finally we have a governor that has gone even beyond the assembly yeah beyond the senate and in issuing executive orders that basically have no basis in law no basis in fact waiting to be pushed and sued and like every california politician all they're doing is using california as a stepping stone to get to some kind of national office without paying attention to the people. Makes sense, man. Amazing. So, Mike, tell the folks what they, they need to do and how to get recall Gavin's 2020.com. There's five easy things you need to do. RecallGavin2020.com is where to go. You can, And there's five things I ask of everybody. Print. This petition is available in eight and a half by 11 tape, paper. All right? You can do it at home. We did that on purpose. Print sign, mail, donate if you can. We're running this on a shoestring and participate. By that, I mean, once you sign, you're not done. Get signatures from everybody around you. Print, sign, mail, donate and participate. Go to recallgavin2020.com. Let's open up California and get this on the ballot. Amazing. How much time you have now? Before- we have until March 17th. We have about 78% of the signatures that we need. We can. We, the people, are getting this done. It's not right. It's not left. It's the people of California. Yep. We're all Californians, my friend. That's right. Mike Nader, thank you so much. RecallGavin2020.com. That's the website, folks. Be sure to check it out. Get involved. Print it out. Get people to sign it. Mike, thank you so much for your time and your effort. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. All right. Take care now. Amazing. RecallGavin2020.com, folks. Amazing. And don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, and share the Jesse Lee Peterson Radio Show, folks. We really appreciate it. We are at war. It is a spiritual battle for the soul of America. And it's going to take all of us to do it.